0: Happy Chinese New Year! Did you know that this year is the year of the pig? Did you know that we are selling a pig-shaped mascot for all your bank marketing needs? That sounds like it just might be fate calling my peoples. Mr. Oinky is a financially astute post-millennial porker, and he is the market hog for you. Marketing hog, that is. He is right for any campaign, whether it be lean or whole hog. Call us at 304-668-1004 to find out how Mr. Oinky can change the game for you. Yeah, because this is technically the beginning of the episode. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. We're, we're like a movie. We we'd film everything out of order and then That's cut cold. it together later. Welcome to West By Pod. This is the end of the show, but I'm recording it as if it were the beginning. <gasps> A whole beginning. The timeline is all messed up. It's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. It's
1: kind of like a timey wummy, sort of... Wobbly-wobbly wibbly
0: stuff. stuff. Weevils wobble, but they don't fall down kind of thing. <laughs> now, it's funny, because the whole time you have the Mountain Dew, you hear yourself like a screwing the lid and yeah. taking a drink. So a you had the digitally cake all out? Uh No, they were in green pretty good. Because like, <laughs> you're you're doing it as you're talking. <laughs> or as I was talking I'm sorry I didn't so, even hear so, well I, I didn't pay attention to anything until I was editing uh... and I was like funny thing because it, it goes on throughout the entire thing like you left and you left the bottle here and the bottle's not even empty <laughs> I was like, I don't have someone drinking a Mountain Dew for forty-five minutes and not empty. It. <laughs> I know that's how, that's how I go
1: right there. Yeah, yeah, I'm bad for that. I'm bad for because now it's it's not that I'm thirsty. It's just I'm doing something to stay awake. No, I'm, I'm bad for like playing with items or. No, or no, I
0: get that. We go through the like it ain't nothing. Really? Like, like like we'll get like a twelve pack and it'll, it'll last us two days. It's like I guess that's how beer drinkers are. I, mean, I, get, I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm not one of them, so I can't speak for it. Yeah, Lacroix just through
1: here. We've always kind of stayed away from it. We did uh, soda, and I've been trying to. Mm -hmm. I just have water, and then sure enough, I'll break down because Martha has what I call crappy kind of soda. She has like root beer.
0: No. Like, oh, something like off brand. Like off brand root well, like beer. Like Dr. Thunder. Yeah. Mr. Pepper.
1: Yeah. And you're just like, ah. And then she'll have, it was an off brand root beer. And then she has like some like cranberry juice. Like, who drinks cranberry juice? In soda form? But just yeah, you know, no regular cranberry. Oh, okay. But she'll mix it, and she'll mix it with like a club soda. Oh yeah, like a cocktail type of thing. Yeah, but it's not actually alcohol. It's just mm-hmm. like it's just the soda and the cranberry juice. And I and I have a drink of it, and I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> but then there's times I'm like, I could really use something carbonated. So. Oh.
0: It was a long arc before Tracy would accept fizzy water. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was only just recently. I've been drinking it for like two, three years now. Oh. And it I've lost weight. Oh, really? Because I don't drink soda at all now. It's, See, it's, it's, all, it's all it's all fizzy water.
1: I ended up giving up uh, soda for a year one time back in college when I can do those types of things. Yeah. And I was in college, and, and I was like, you know what? And I think it was like a or something, and I was like, I'm going to give up soda. Yeah. And I did, and I didn't drink it. And the first month was the hardest because it's always breaking those habits sure. where you're going... I really need a soda now after doing this. No, I don't. I'm going to get me some water (laughs) instead. And, and, And I ended up losing 20 pounds that year just from taking soda off my diet.
0: I believe it. I've gone down
1: 20 in the last year.
0: Oh. Lucky you. So, but, I yeah. have given on up 20. Well, I realized that I, I actually enjoy the fizz. Mm-hmm. It's not so much about the flavor of it. it I just need the fizz. So if I got the fizz, I don't need the soda. Oh, okay. Well, there so, you go. And I, I've never cared for diet drinks, so this is like the perfect thing. It's, it's, I'm, I'm getting my water in, I'm getting my fizz in at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, this is basically all I drink these days this well, is some coffee. Well, yeah,
1: there you go. See, that's not bad. That's I, I'm just trying to stick back to water.
0: Actually, before you got here, I was I had a coffee on one hand and a, and a LaCroix in the other, and I was kind of going back and forth. The I was like, well, I ate an Oreos. So I need to drink the coffee. Get that taste in my mouth. And <laughs> they ate a potato chip. I was like, well, I need to get that out of my mouth. And coffee doesn't work for potato chips. Sure, sure. It's kind of gross. So yeah, well. so I, I was drinking both. Today, I, I,
1: I won't give names or places because people figure it out but i walked into a facility and i have a friend who always said it's a thing i've picked up but no matter what pops up on the register whether it be like 1982 i'm always like oh that's a good year but no matter what it is (laughs) it's it's always like hey that's a good year and what popped up in the register was like 1352 and without a beat i just like oh that was a good year and the person (laughs) behind the counter was like what happened in 1352 I was
0: like, oh crap, I wasn't expecting them to be put on the spot like that. i would just be like the Mongolians invaded China. Yeah. <laughs> they're not <a> fact check <laughs> they're in, not in fact real check. time.
1: Well, the only thing I could sit there is like, it was a couple years after the Byron comedy. Because <laughs> I did know that did come out in the 1300s, but I couldn't tell you what date it was. And she's like, oh. And then next thing I know, the conversation goes from that to, so yeah, I can't believe they're taking religion out of school. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this come from? That wasn't part of the conversation. <laughs> I was sitting there
0: going, well, you have a good one. <laughs> if yep. I had a hat, I would tip my hat and walk out and said, well, I have a good one. Gosh, my mom tries to do that. I don't I don't maintain a conversation for her very long because I know the longer <laughs> I maintain it. Well, it'll, We're
1: it'll, not having enough Jesus or they're not having enough Jesus in their life.
0: It'll be some Fox News bullshit that, yes. that in no way has been reported by anybody else. It's one, of those, Fox it's one of those conspiracy theory type things. It yeah. should be like, hey, did you hear about this and this? And I, I'm just like put my hands in Slowly back away. (laughs) That's what we we used to babysit them all the time, and I stopped babysitting mostly just because I didn't want to have to listen to that anymore.
1: What I ended up doing was, and I'm bad for this because I don't know if you've ever noticed, but have you ever had a conversation with someone who has a different opinion of yours, Mm -hmm. political, religion, whatever it is, and at the end of the conversation, that person finally says to me, "You know what? I was wrong. I see your point exactly." I'm now going to believe everything you say. I've never had that kind of response. And I guess we, <laughs> we always expect that we're going to say something that's so earth shattering that they're going to be like, I never thought of it like that. You are right. No, but people, most people
0: dig in deeper. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with other people's opinion at all. I oh, mean, me people have the right to believe what they believe, but I, I have a problem when. It is completely based on nonsense. And that's a journalist, I may, mean, maybe, maybe. Don't yeah. do come at me with BS because I will ask you for the facts.
1: Yes. And that's, and I hate to say it, that's kind of what I did today. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I couldn't let it go. And it's funny because uh, Martha just kind of looked at me. It's like, you know, why are you saying this? And of course, I was nasty. I was very polite and stuff. And I wasn't even trying to be mean. I was sitting there going, well, where did you hear that from? I mean, that they're taking, you know, uh, God out of school and stuff like that. Started on, you know, this and that and everything. I said, well, I'm not trying to say I'm for one side or for another, because that is not who I'm about. I... Personally, I'm about as in the middle of the road as you can get. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same way. But my big thing I often say is when I hear a statement about something going on on one side or the other, I often say, let's look at the facts or let's go down that rabbit hole and actually research where they got that from. And nine times out of ten, especially if someone's trying to push an agenda or try to push fear or anger or, you know, Fear. We're taking out the God out of school. Yeah, anger.
0: Fear is the main thing. Well, fear. Fear leads to anger. It, anger yeah. leads
1: to hate. Yeah. Hate leads it's to lots suffering. of suffering. Well, I was gonna say lots of Star Wars sequels.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know, for being a terrible movie, that's that's a pretty sure
1: saw. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. Yeah. But but what what I would say is, and that's that's what I said to her was like, I was like, go go research yourself. Never. I never take anyone's uh, sorry, let me knock on I never take anyone's uh, <laughs> slam. <laughs> slam and then the thing flies off and yeah. start. But I never take someone's uh, point of view when they're not unbeg about where they got that information from. Mm-hmm. And and when I ask you that, I'm, and I, that was what I said, I'm not trying to be mean, I'm just saying, where'd they get the information from? Because people, I've, I've known it's a very common fact, we'll, we'll make our point and we'll just look at this one piece. Mm-hmm. And we won't look at all this other information and stuff like that. I'll give you a prime example. So Carl Sagan is a known, what was he, astrophysicist? Mm-hmm. And he, you a know, big guy, he was big in the 70s, right? I would say it was kind of his heyday. Yeah, 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s. He was all about Voyager, sending off the stuff. And he was... I don't think he was an atheist, but he was definitely Agnostic.
0: I believe he was an atheist.
1: Was he an atheist? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. I knew he was one or the other. And again, this is the fact-checking. There was someone trying to tell me, this is years ago, that he was actually, at the very end of his life, born-again Christian. And I remember going, well, that sounds like made-up stuff. And, and, the, and the argument he was trying to say, make was that someone pulled from a paper that he discovered gravity was some sort of force. Therefore, if there is a force, there is a god and so on and so forth i immediately got done talking i was like well i've never heard that i have to go look it up i immediately went and started google searching god gravity and carl The mm-hmm. first hit that comes up it was an interview he did back in like the early 70s where this where this person was trying to push him about how much there is a god and carl Sagan was like well i haven't been able to prove it so you've got to show me how it's or however you want to say it. And the final part of the interview was the guy trying to use gravity as the example of God. And the guy was like, and, and the interview went something along the line of him saying, just because it's a marvelous thing and it's out of this world and all this stuff and it's hard to explain, doesn't mean it's God. It pretty much what Carl Sagan said. But that person took a little bit of that info from that interview and spun it around to make it sound like that he was a born-again Christian. Oh, I you. you know sure what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. And that kind of always kind of threw me off. And, and, and nothing against him. I'm not saying... Christian, non-Christian, but it's just funny how people will take little clips of a
0: story or interview or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't take much, and spin it to their own personal beliefs. Yeah, well, to, to wrap that up, because I, I want to touch on atheism for a second. Oh, sure, go for it. Um,
1: I yeah, you know, but you know, I hate to say, it, but with me, I am I love religion, and yeah. and, and it's not because I mean uh, I'm actually I'm a Lutheran, uh, and. Boop. And, woo-hoo, and, and, and hence why I have my own pockets. Work from
0: the mountaintop. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Plug. One plug. We, go. uh, we got it done early. There you go. But what what is kind of fun, I also love looking at other religions, other philosophies. I love looking at atheism because I, it's fascinating to me how you can have a belief system of nothing. Of <laughs> not believing. Yeah. Of not believing. And I'm yeah. like... That is that is about the most meta thing I've ever heard of. Great about, and that was pointed out in the in the the conversation with the girl was, and we live in a country that. We thrive on people having other religion beliefs because that's where all the immigrants came here. Yeah. People in other countries were like getting their heads cut off because they believed in God or believe in Jehovah or whatever right, it is. Right. And they came here because this was a country that was like, no, bring everyone. We believe in all my, what's the old saying? I forget, but it's like. The whole right, masses. All my masses, like tire, old tithes, whoever, yeah. we
0: accept all. Yep. Yeah. It's
1: still on the statue. Still on the statue today, but yeah. yeah.
0: But go ahead. Sorry. So, so um, my first point is: I came down hard on Fox News, but honestly, all cable news is bullshit. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't—it doesn't matter the political leaning. That they, they are there to entertain your bias. Exactly. You know, they do it for twenty four hours. They got to fill the time.
1: They have to, and,
0: and they have to keep the ratings and, up. And yeah, they got to keep the ratings up because they got millions of bucks on the line. Yes. So I, I, I am, yeah. I'm as much against Fox News as I am any of the other channels. I agree hundred percent because it, it, it's real easy to single out, though.
1: Exactly because it seems like. Fox News, if you're a Democrat, it seems like the Fox News is ridiculous. Just like, mm-hmm. if you're a Republican, it makes it sound like the MS uh, NBC is like the most... Yeah, exactly. Uh, key, you know, ...craziest thing you ever. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, I am a fan of fact-based news. And what is fact-based <laughs> news to you, sir? Uh, newspapers. Oh, what? Yeah. For what it's worth, a newspaper is still king as far as actually informing people. And backing up um, what they have to say. You know, disclaimer, I do work for a newspaper and have spent my entire career in newspapers more or less Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i mean obviously i've got bias towards it but i've i've seen it and you know from my professional you know experience uh newspapers is where the information is at and that's that's what you should follow i agree yeah so much uh you know the county newspaper all right so uh back to atheism because because i still didn't get to that sorry go ahead. So, my, my, my point about atheism is, mm-hmm. if you don't believe anything, that's fine. But my feeling is, if I'm wrong, then it doesn't really matter. Yeah. That i there's nothing. And I only exist long enough to even know that I was wrong. It just yes. stops and there's nothing. Yes. You know, but if, you know, an atheist is wrong, then that's problematic for them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because they are pretty much going to be running into... There's a hilarious Rowan Atkins, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. Bean? Yeah. And it's so funny. It's called... I think the sketch is called Rowan Atkins Lab. Watch if you guys... I, I used to watch it all the time. And the thing starts off and the first sketch he does is it opens up and it sounds like you people screaming and all the storms and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And here comes Rowan Atkins walking out in a nice little suit with two little horns on and a big checklist. He goes hello. I think I've seen that. And he goes, and welcome to hell. I am the devil, but you can call me Toby. <laughs> and he starts going, now let us start off. And he goes, I'm sorry, but there is no bathrooms. If you didn't go before you died, you can't go here. And it's As you read in your Bible, it's a damnation without relief or something, <laughs> something like that. And the joke mm. is he starts then going through and picking everyone apart, and he goes, Alright, we're going to need the murderers, uh, we're going to need the sex folks over here, and we're going to need lawyers over here. And then he keeps <laughs> on going down, and the button that always cracks me up. He goes, Atheist! Well, I bet you all feel like a right bunch of nick poops right now.
0: <laughs> and I was like, that would be funny right there, but anyways. It's yeah, awesome. So, yeah, I choose to believe in something. Well, I, life would be pretty much a downer. If, if there was not yeah, something? Yeah, if it wasn't something to kind of build up to that serious finale yes and then you go into because credits black that's right cut the black cut the black but then there's no credits after that
1: yeah no well i'm i'm yeah i find myself as i get older going back and forth on belief which is funny because i i do a religious podcast that's the funny thing right there you know i often find myself you know always trying to be hopeful i think that's why you and i like to go on these ghost hunts is there something more that we can't quite explain yeah and 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 ironically enough, a lot of times we walk away going, I don't know. I have more questions <laughs> now than I yeah. did
0: going there and all this kind of stuff. But The circular nature of the universe makes me believe in something. Yeah. Because everything is circular. Yes. And, you know, even like biblically, God says he has no beginning and end like a circle. Yes. So everything lines up perfectly. So I, I've always took the science. And religion. As they can be coexisting? Yeah. Every book I've written, I think I've kind of squeezed this into somewhere. Well, I'd say. Where it's like, science is a law of God. Yes. And God does not defy his own laws. Because if he did, then there would be no point in sending Jesus down to save us because he can just bypass his own laws and be like, boom, you're saved. Yeah. You know?
1: And I do? get the and that's the thing. I've had conversations with folks who'd be like, what was the point of Jesus? I mean, I get he's here to save our sins, but why does God need to prove those types of things? And I go, well, I often look back at as a learning experience. And if you look, whether you believe or you don't believe in Jesus, take that element out. If there was no Jesus Christ, then. Then the world would not have changed like it had to have, because up to Jesus, up to the point of Jesus Christ, you have tribes, you have different civilizations, everyone's right. ancient and stuff like that, and it's and it's it's literally the Roman army that comes in, and they are on, ironically uh, wide enough and have enough people to enforce this to become under like one civil hand, if you will, governing right. everything. Right, right. And then ironically enough, it took Christianity to come in to overtake that. The hand it took hundreds of years, but it still ended up taking over to the point. And this goes back to the crap I was talking to the little girl about earlier. But anyways, going back, and then when Rome fell, it's
0: like an arm wrestling competition. It is. It took it took a while for for Christianity to get that that good. And then uh, it comes back Sylvester Stallone pull, yeah, turn the hat backwards and slam it down, and pulls it forward. And what
1: and what you end up happening is the when Rome died, and then you had the Dark Ages, and you had Christianity come in. It kept the world in order for the most part. Now, mm-hmm. I don't care what history person you talk to. Yeah, there's horrible things that happened. The crusades, people were killed for, for heresy, all that kind of stuff. You know, I was talking to someone today about, uh I talk a lot about history, I find out, but we were talking <laughs> about Friday the 13th and legend that's supposed to came out, Knights Templars and all this kind of stuff. Right. So, with all that going on, if you didn't have Jesus there, then who, how, who knows how we would have evolved? Because Jesus literally did change, even if you don't recognize him as a religious icon, without his teachings, without his belief systems, there would not have been a unified... I mean, Rome got unified, was already unified, but Rome, Rome would not have changed to the Christianity. Therefore, whenever Rome did fall, the Christianity wouldn't have spread out and spread out, where it was today and then eventually you get like the renaissance period where people go through great changes and leads into the evolution of man where we have great scholars like galileo newton who were also heretics (laughs) who were heretics by the but but because of the church they gave them platforms because you gotta remember Mm -hmm. most of science at this time was done by church folks True, and it wasn't for your church folks you could not advance sciences the sciences would have taken much longer to advance than what we have today. That's a fair point. You believe or don't believe, but Christianity does have yes. There's there's hundreds of, of examples of where it's done horrible things, but it also did advance. It tried to stop science at some point. Anytime you threaten the ideas of, of Christianity, but for the most part, it helped pull cool science along. You would have people in unique positions that could take time to do studies because they were monks, right? Or figure out algebra, or sit around and do all these things because they were able to pay a. Piece it all together and figure out well that's how the world works you know where they get the um you know the cells we have in our bodies you know where it comes from how someone came up with that the cell How's that? it was a monk and when he was looking at a i forget it was a piece of plant and magnetizing it he got close enough he could start seeing the cells and the cells look very similar to the monk cells that they sleep in the monasteries uh. and that's why he called them cells Makes sense. and That kind of stuff, you know. Ah. You know but that, But, and, and then you have also, you're like, uh, Newton was huge into the Bible. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. And he would actually sit there. He was convinced that there was a, a Bible code, and if you can take the yeah. code, you can translate the Bible and figure out the mysteries of the world. Uh, it never uh, came out to be anything.
0: Well, then they kind of figured something out later on. Well, really? There is, there is a Bible code, Yeah. I never. Did oh, you've that. never seen documentaries about that? No. You ever see the Omega Code? Like, uh, well, I've heard of that, but I thought yeah. that was all fine, fantasy. No, it's <laughs> it's based on the actual thing.
1: Oh, so well, now it, I've got to go research. Oh man, there something.
0: was like a History Channel documentaries about that back in the day. I used to be obsessed with the end of the world. So like, oh, and they were trying to say it was so, like the the key. Well, to well yeah, because it, it, well, it predicted all these other things in history, but it also could predict the future too, since so yeah. it could predict history.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like Nostradamus. Everyone mm-hmm. Nostradamus was big, and what year was he? I want to say 1500s 1500s and he would come up with all these great predictions
0: see that could have been your thing to the lady oh oh, that was the year Nostradamus was born that was a good year ah uh, they uh, uh, tied it you. together They tied
1: it all right back in but no I remember watching one of those documentaries a kid and they were talking about Nostradamus and in the documentary they had deduced by looking at all his, his uh, what he was saying and all the things he was talking about at the end of the world was going to happen at, in the year 1996 or 97 or 2000 or something like that. Yeah, the evidence they show they show like you know him talking about events that could be looked at as world war ii and world war one or right. all these types of things that does kind of have show mm-hmm. some similarities but the thing that kind of got you is then they start looking at the civilization to come and i remember even like in 96 or 7 thinking oh god is the world gonna end because of that <laughs> you know i was thinking about that documentary mm-hmm. and
0: stuff well oh, yeah, that, me out. that was around the same year that i discovered that the 2012 mayan date oh and yeah I, and i was i did the math and i was like yeah i'll be uh, Thirty-one, whenever that mm-hmm. happens, I was like, yeah, that's "Okay, 31's a good age." I, I, most I've, of my I've life
1: lived life. most of my life. I did the same thing. I was like, "Well, I'll be thirty. I'll be like yeah. this old geezer, and I'll be you know ready." Then I'm sitting there going, "Whew!" I remember, and I remember that day too. And I and, I, and the joke was, it's on my sister's birthday. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Leave it to my uh, sister.
0: They yeah. have the end of the world happen on her birthday." Well, so. well, like literally the month before that was when Hazel we found out about Hazel coming. Oh uh, yeah, and, and now suddenly I was like, "Okay, I kind of don't want the world to end there." No, that's I got a lot more life to live. Yeah, I so, remember that. So fun stuff. So uh, yeah, that got kind of deep. Well, no, that's part of the fun right there. I, yeah.
1: you know, my whole thing with religion is this. And this is my biggest thing because it makes it sound like I'm, I feel like an atheist right there. I find if I'm always asking questions, I don't ever think I'm going to ever be like, there's 100% sure there's a God. Because I think you mm-hmm. always find a little bit of doubt in your life. Yeah. But because of that doubt, it makes me go and search more and look more for answers and be kind of more, I would say, you know, quest for God and build more of a stronger foundation. I remember one day at work, I had a coworker come up to me. And we got off on the religion versus science. Yeah, and she says, "Well, I just don't want. To, if it goes against my religious belief, I don't want to believe in it." And I was like, "Why? Why do you have a problem with that?" And she goes, "I just, I just don't want to know that I'm wrong." And then I know that it makes God. And I sit her and go, "Just because." Some of the stuff you might originally think is not exactly true doesn't make there not be a God. This makes yeah. us look at the world a little bit differently. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, she didn't want to look at it like that. And she finally got, came back. And, and, and it's funny because I told her, and I go, this might be horrifying for you to think. But my girlfriend has a very similar saying that you said. And that is, you have look way two ways of believing. If I, I believe in God, and the wonderful thing is two things are going to happen when I die. When I die, I'll know I'm right or I'll never know I'm wrong.
0: And I was yeah. like, I was like I like that. Yeah, that was on the same level. Same level like and stuff like so, that. Yeah. And, she,
1: and she goes, and I, you know what? All I can do is hope I'm right. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm right there with you. And, and it's one of those things is, you know, logically, does it make sense for all those things to happen? I don't know. But what I would like to believe, you know, especially after this past year I've had, that the people we lose in life... And the people that eventually go away for whatever reasons like that, we eventually will get to see them again. And that's a hard thing to kind of, because that takes a lot of trust to believe that. Mm -hmm. thing. Because, you know, you have to go with a lot. We go through a lot. We see people pass away. We see literally their bodies later on, their vessels, and they're empty and all this kind of stuff. And to have that like, that hope and that faith that don't worry it's okay we'll see them later on yeah they'll be as cranky or mean as ever later on but they'll, we'll see them because that's how they are later on just we you know, it'll be something we don't even expect and that's a that's a hard pill some people immediately swallow it because it's comfort and some people have a hard time I'm one of the folks who have a hard time swallowing but every time I swallow it I'm like well you know I keep on going back to you and saying well I I don't have all the answers but surely there's got to be more than yeah. this and. And that kind of goes right in with science, too, because science is all about looking at the unknowns.
0: You gotta have hope.
1: You gotta have hope. Yep. And, and, and if you don't have hope, then that's the sad part. I mean, I, that's my biggest thing is, and that's the ironic part about atheism that cracks me up, is you cannot prove or disprove that there's a God. So for you to be a full-blown atheist, you still have to take somewhat of a leap of faith. Yeah. That there is nothing yeah. beyond it. It's a leap of faith to believe nothing. To believe nothing. The only person I kind of would say makes the most logical sense is an agnostic. And agnostics are pretty much the ones that say, I don't know. I don't know if there's heaven or hell. And I don't think about it. Because I don't really think too much of it. But I, I don't know. There is one. Great. Let's take it all when right. I die. If it's not, that's okay too. Because I'm not going to know because I'm going to be dead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the, the, the most logical sense. But that's the thing. Atheists are more like, no, they're... Is no god, I can't prove it just like you can't prove to me that there is a god, but there is no god, and I'm always like, Yeah, but it's still faith based, <laughs> yeah, sort of religion, you, right? You there, you
0: have faith that nothing's there,
1: yeah, and I don't know, that's that's always kind of one of those things that kind of cracks me up, right? There, so faith in nothing is still faith, <laughs> faith in nothingness is still something. Episode title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, that was wild. Um, look. well, for those who are looking for a more upbeat uh, episode, please uh, listen to uh, "Word from the Mile Top. That's right. Jess did a wonderful job this week. Actually, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, uh, Listen to it. Uh, that was
0: actually pretty good, right there. <laughs> I only have one note, and I wrote it. I can't spell. I can't spell plague. I sp- I spell plaque. I get my G's and my Q's backwards in mm-hmm. plague and plaque. Mm-hmm. How how are you surviving the plague that's going around?
1: I am doing fine. Uh, Marion went home early today.
0: Yeah, I I found that out. I went, went to dance with Hazel and there was like literally none of her friends were there. Yeah. And, yeah, so it was, uh, there's some tumbleweeds blowing around down there.
1: No, what cracks me up is I honestly, and nothing against the school or what's going on with the school, but, you know, they're like, she's sick. I'm like, oh, crap. So I'm, like, running, and Martha's like, I'm out of town. I can't get her. Like, I got her. So I go get permission from my boss to take off. That's why I was working late tonight. Uh, Oh, okay. You came back? Yeah, I came back in to get caught back up. And I take off, and I run, I fly down to the school, and I'm thinking, oh, God, she's probably puking everywhere. I come. Into the thing, and there she is with a smile on the face, and, hey, Jason, and I'm like, oh, hey, hey, Marion, and and I look at the nurse, and the nurse is like, she's got a temperature of 99. And I'm like, seriously? I'm like, oh, okay. And she's stomach hurts and she never complains about her stomach hurt. And I didn't want to say, well, she complains every day when we go to school because she doesn't want to go to school. And her stomach hurts, but that's okay. Oh, you're going to get that tomorrow, too. <sighs> well, that's what I said. I sat there and I was like, okay, okay. So I, and maybe it, she is a little sick, but yeah, a little know, bit. It, it might be. It, Maybe we're, we're catching it early, but the reason why I highly doubt it is then I'm bringing her home and I'm like, you hungry? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I'm like, well, what do you want to get? Pizza. Well, pizza's kind of hard.
0: If there's any kids that are going to figure out how to game the system, it's going to be our kids. Yes,
1: that's what I thought. So we, I got a pizza thinking, well, this will make her sick if she's really sick. But if she's not, I at least know she's not. She yeah. gobbles it down, and then I'm like, well, you're not sick, Mary. You just you think you're sick. <laughs> no, I'm really sick. I'm like, oh, well. And she wanted to play on, watch TV. I was like, no, 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 watch the TV. Yeah. Sick kids go to bed. And I, we've <laughs> got, I've got to go put you in bed. And she passed out. I'm like, oh crap! Maybe she is sick, and she <laughs> slept for like two, three hours. That's when I came back. Martha came uh, back, and we switched out, and I came in to work then. All right. And I
0: called, and, and she
1: was up by that point. But I'm all—I'm just like, how the heck
0: did they? Well, it wasn't mm, it the worked. first time. Hazel Sifar avoided the plague. We've kind of had touches of it, I guess. I mean, that's what it is. It's just enough to. Know, the count, but not actually doing a count of harm. So, but every morning i woke up and I'm like, okay, hey, this is going to be the day. Yeah. And then she wakes up and she's like, yeah, let's go to school. Yeah. And she's not that enthusiastic in the morning. No, uh, Marion's not either. But most of the time when we're riding in school, she goes, is winter over yet? It's mm. it's too cold. I agree. I went yeah. for just one morning to be like, this is bullcrap.
1: Yeah, I know. That's what I was just like.
0: It's, it's basically her attitude. Like, BS is still cold out here.
1: Mm-hmm. So well, I'm, what I'm surviving, as one would say.
0: Yeah, we're. I feel like we're kind of in like the zombie land where, we're we're kind of going about our day, and there's people who are like, just like, yeah, yeah. No, I, can't I hate all. this is the
1: this is the time of year I hate the most because mm-hmm. I hate it because there's nothing out it's cold mm-hmm. and outside as we drive around these usually beautiful hills West Virginia it just feels like we're in the middle it of just it
0: sticks it just sticks just sticks
1: it feels like you're watching an end of the world movie it feels like we're watching a long season of the Walking Dead eventually these zombies are gonna catch me
0: so anyways uh now here's the end part well that was downer yeah. Thank you for putting your ear holes on us. God bless you all. Hopefully there's something after this podcast ends. Oh, yeah, there is. Look at that. <laughs> hey. I that. How about...